0: Hi, and welcome to the Scottish Song Guide with the Sorries. I'm Douglas. And I'm Marty. What we are planning to do with these podcasts is just to give you a little bit of information about the songs, tell you a little bit about the background, go into some of the language. And in uh, some
1: cases just say what they mean to us as well, yeah, there's a special significance for, for either of us.
0: Indeed. And part, part of the reason we're doing this is... A lot of people say that they like the parts of the shows where we kind of talk about the songs a we're bit. not singing
1: yeah.
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the tuneful parts when we're talking <laughs> um and quite often people will speak to us about songs after the shows ask us um you know a bit more about the background to them. so we thought what a perfect format to get that information out to the world <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and to start the podcast, we're gonna kick off with one of the most famous songs in the kind of Scots folk canon The Breeze of Killie Come ye by Killie Oh and ye have what I have
1: been I you have
0: been, been and Oh and ye had seen what I have
1: seen
0: on the breeze of Killie okay. K-
1: Part of the reason that we decided to start with Killy Cranky is because uh, this year at the festival, a chap from California was asking me and s- saying, you know, what does Killy Cranky mean anyway? What does the, the song mean, the words in the song? Because uh, we've been having a, a, a long-running argument about it. So this is our contribution to that long-running argument <laughs> for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, exactly, for what it's worth. <laughs> um, the other reason that we're kicking off with this one is because it's kind of, was pretty much instrumental in bringing us together there as was, the yeah. Sorys, yeah,
1: I mean, we'd known each other before we got together as the Sorys. That's um, right. Because we were we were on a on tour with separate bands, and we stopped at a junction, because we both got lost somewhere near Akil I think, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And we stopped at a junction, pulled up saying, is it left or right here? And uh, the British Achille Cranky was blading out of your car. So yeah. said, do you like the Corys as well?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got together because we were then... Uh, obviously, having heard the breezy, Kelly, cranky coming from my car, we got talking about kind of being brought up listening to some yeah. of these songs. And um, I think it's probably—I mean, it's certainly still one of our favourites to play. We Absolutely. we tend to close the show, or it's certainly one the last two that we play at most shows. Yeah. And I think we've maybe done one or two performances, and all the time we've been playing together where we haven't played it, I think. Yeah, I think that's
1: right. And I'd be surprised if it made two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: But it's one of those songs which I think people feel has to be in there because it's so well known and it's such a great kind of grousing stomper. stomper yeah. It's just fantastic.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I think also, it, it also is... It's the one I remember from my folks having old Corrie's records and that's the one I remember listening to at Hogmanay and, you know, Christmas yeah. whenever... Uh, definitely so it had a special significance for me anyway. Yeah. And it's not it's not I'm not the only one, you know, there are several people who have said, Oh, Kill the Cranky is the song that they really yeah. remember from our age group particularly, from their folks' records. Yeah.
0: And I, but I think even now if you play it to um kids or sing it with kids, you know, as I sometimes do in schools, they love it because it has you know, it's just a great song. It's a as we said, a stomper. For, for me it was the same actually as as you were saying Marty in that it's the one that I remembered and the one that I always loved to hear if there were records going on or if the Corys were on the telly or whoever was on the telly mm. and was playing it, but for me it really stuck because my dad is from just south of Pitlochry so we were up around killycranky a lot and it you know it was that thing as a child where when you hear somewhere that you know it's like oh Yeah, that's you
1: know, right it's, it's a it's, special power yeah, it, it definitely has over you, really. Focuses the imagination, especially for a kid, I think.
0: Yeah, really thrilling. So, in terms of the background to the song, Killycrankie is about the Battle of Killycrankie which took place in 1689 between uh, the Jacobite forces it was uh, the big battle of the first Jacobite uprising um between the Jacobite forces and the forces of William of Orange and Mary who was the sister of James II the deposed king so the battle took place at Killycrankie sort of in Highland Perthshire and the Jacobite forces were led by the famous Bonnie Dundee, who's a legendary figure in his time, um, revered by his supporters and given the name Bonnie Dundee, um, whereas his enemies referred to him as Bloody Clavers. Um, And a hint in the song of the side that the narrator takes in the battle is given by the fact that he talks about Claver's getting a clanky so we get from that the fact that he's a supporter of William and Mary uh, rather than a Jacobite
1: yeah and a little bit later I think he says I had fed an Athol Gled so he's also a dead supporter yeah. of William and Mary <laughs> well. he's, oh. he's, he's fed Athol, I had fed an Athol Gled as, it, as I had fed an Athol Hawk Yeah, yeah. so he's become Carrion yeah
0: great. That's a cheery thought for this first podcast. <laughs> uh, much more of that in the Scottish Songbook though as those uh, fans of the songs will know. No boat, the car fell are far, and got a and I fell And just to give you a little more information about Bonnie Dundee or John Graham of Claverhouse, as he was officially called, he was was the kind of iconic leader, charismatic leader of the Jacobites. And he met his demise at the battle, which basically ended the uprising because he was such an important figure for the cause that his death left them kind of, you know, rudderless, as it were.
1: To, and, to the point where the Whigs believed that he could only be killed by a silver yeah, bullet.
0: The, yeah, there's, and in the lyrics we have um, I met the devil and Dundee on the braise of Killycranky. um which gives you a, a flavour of the attitude towards him from the, the side of William and Mary's
1: supporters. Yeah, the Whig fanaticism, basically. Yeah. I first published in James Hogg's Jacobite Relics in 1819 Um, Hogg was a wonderful novelist, also known sometimes as the Ettrick Shepherd contemporary of Walter Scott's, and friend of Walter Scott's actually Um, but the initial three verses in the first chorus of the song are actually attributed to Burns, and Hogg is thought to have written the rest of it, basically, Mm. the last sort of closing verse and chorus, so it becomes quite an interesting dynamic because Burns is anti-Jacobite because his politics aren't there. His politics are far more to the left than the Jacobites' politics were. So the first part of the song it takes the voice of a Whig, a dead Whig. Um, Whigs died in the battlefield. Then you get this last bit that Hogg is thought to have written. Um, now Hogg has a bit of history of taking pot shots at, at the Whigs, the Whig sort of fanaticism as well in his phenomenal novel, uh, Confessions of a Justified Sinner, Um, and elsewhere as well, some of the other songs that he's collected. Uh, But, of course, Hogg's Jacobite relics occupies the space. There's there's a whole range of the Jacobite uprisings and things like that are covered by the songs that he collected in this. Um, So I think uh, what's interesting towards the end, anyway, the bit that Hogg wrote, is that that sniper who took out Dundee, he speaks to him. He says, oh, Fi Mackay. I think he uses Mackay as a kind of a generic name for that side of the battle. Oh, Fi Mackay, what guard you lie in the bush I want the branchio? In other words, what made you lie down there after the battle? After the battle. Had, yeah, um, yeah. And, and it's because he's a sniper. And the sniper, then, you have a totally different speaker answering and saying... Um, saying to Dundee, you'd better kiss King Willie's loof than come by Killy Cranky. In other words, you'd better kiss the hand of King William or paid homage to King William, bent the knee, if you like, um, than come by Killy Cranky, because now you're dead too. <laughs> you're, you're
0: dead. Nay luck. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, that thing. I think just one thing I wanted to ask you, Marty, as well, because you know I've heard of Killy Cranky or versions of Killy Cranky being attributed to Burns And where? What was this kind of source that you had?
1: Well, it it appears in Kinsey, which is the it's the kind of standard Burns text, the complete poems and songs. Uh Um, And I think it's generally accepted that Burns did pen some of them. But of course, Burns collects songs and changes them. And the whole notion of a collection of songs as well, it's kind of different at the end of the eighteenth, beginning of the nineteenth century. So because. You get like Hog collects things, gets Burns' version of it, and then goes, "Oh, great! Well, I'll add another little bit to that." You know, Scott does that, in his minstrel sings yeah, the Scottish yeah. season, the Scottish border as well. Um, so there's there's a kind of a different notion. They're they're changing, tinkering. Yeah, um, and I,
0: I I think pretty much in a more general term, most of the songs that we we sing or have sung over the years as the sorries, um can be found in different versions, you know, alternative versions yeah, totally. earlier on, and they, they change. You know, the same goes for some of the broadside ballads, yeah. uh, um, That's but the nat-
1: such as the folk tradition. Yes. That's right, the nature of yeah. oral tra- tradition. And and it, it becomes almost more marked when people start writing this stuff down, because they're writing it down from all different sources, so there's all different things you can do, but there are various songs that i Sign is the classic one. Yeah, that B- yeah. Burns said he heard. Yeah. But we'll you'll, talk about that later. You'll hear
0: about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> just just one thing, though. Are you sure it was Kinsey? Is he not the guy that did all that sex stuff <laughs> <acid>? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: It was Kinsley. All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I misspoke. Burns is racy, but he's not as good as that. Yeah. So I will. A fine Mackay. What God you lie in the bush? I am the Brankio o You'd better cast Kang loof And come back early cranky-o
0: There's mm-hmm. me Okay well I hope you've enjoyed the first podcast hope you found it slightly informative <laughs> were not talking
1: total nonsense
0: <laughs> yeah um especially because when we do Kelly cranky at the end of the set we're always too rushed by we that never, time usually
1: never have time to so talk about it so we do have time to talk it's about it it's a wonderful song so
0: and it's been good fun actually to to have a chance to discuss yeah. it actually um you can find out much more uh, about us and our music you can watch videos of us uh, and you can access all that it's on YouTube and we've got our Facebook page but you can get to it all through www.thesorys.co.uk um, and you can find our music online, our CDs, and all that—the usual places. T-shirts. Um, yeah, t-shirts, shopping bags. bags. Uh, it'd be cra- <laughs> it'd be crass to mention that there are four CDs at yeah, the we'll, moment. We'll, yeah, we'll, I don't yeah. even want to do and that probably, probably edit that out. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit that out. We won't be that, and it might well be five by the time people are listening. to uh, yeah, That's right. So, That's right. So, yeah. no, so we won't, on, we won't mention, mention that, the CDs, no. right? Okay. Bye for now. Bye. Who's up at